0: Good morning. Good morning, and Happy New Year to everyone. Special welcome to those who are joining us online or by phone. We're glad that you are here. Uh, just take some time to look at the announcements printed in your bulletin uh, as well. Um, just to, to say that uh, we do have an event in here. We we're planning next Sunday to have um, a tamales uh, Lesson on how to make those with Leticia. talk talked to Leticia this week, and we're just thinking with uh, the way things are going with the virus this week that we're going to postpone maybe until early February. So uh, we won't be making tamales after church next Sunday, but we will be doing it sometime in the future. Hopefully things will be a little bit better in a month. Um, seeing uh, Kaya as well, which reminds me that we, are, we have Healing House this week. And so if you are interested in making a meal for Healing House, talk to Kaya uh, sometime today or answer, (laughs) she's waving, she's the one waving in the back. (laughs) Uh, uh, Or respond to her request on Facebook as well so we can uh, fill our week for Meals for Healing House. Uh, We are planning on on having a a talk by Gary Turk on the 16th about bird watching. This is a continuation of our series of uh, vocation and daily life. So I'm looking forward to learning more about Uh, about uh, Gary's uh, bird-watching and how that connects to our our faith in in God the Creator. Uh, Just uh, review the other printed announcements in your bulletin. Uh, uh, Are there any other announcements that we should make today? Kaya. Yeah. yeah great thanks kaya so coffee in the back or in the library after church so um so please find that if you are interested um i did want to say as well it's so good to have our missionary, Carolyn Schneider, with us uh, here for a little bit longer from Jamaica. So if you'd like to hear about how, <laughs> we can, let's clap for Carolyn, for, for, uh, for all of you. <laughs> so uh, glad you can be here, and and, uh, and if you have questions about how things are going in Jamaica, it's a good opportunity to get an update from her, so good to see you. Um, and I just wanted to say, if you, you know, in our prayers, we're, we're thinking about uh, uh, there have been several, you know, deaths in the news, including uh, Archbishop Desmond Tutu recently. We're giving thanks for his uh, life and witness. Um, in our congregation, we're, we're adding to our prayers today uh, Dina Hipke and her family. Uh, Dina's dad passed away this week, and uh, so we're praying for Dina and her family as they uh, grieve uh, his death. Uh, Dina's named after her dad, his name is Dean Hipke, so uh, uh, we're praying for the family of Dean Hipke today. Um, Also just uh, one thing that uh, Karen caught right before the service, Um, it says in our calendar that we have a worship service on Thursday, but we do not. We're we're celebrating Epiphany today um, rather than on Thursday, so uh, uh, there's not service on Thursday. If there are no other announcements, we'll begin our service with our prelude music. Please stand as you are able and face the baptismal font. <clears throat> Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God, who sends the word with angels, who is made flesh among all peoples, who breathes peace on all the earth. Amen. In Christ, we are bold to name our sin and cry out for peace. Holy God, we confess our sin before you. We replace compassion with competition. We seek what is mighty while ignoring the meek. We are quick to anger but slow to forgive. We have not put on love in harmony with you. Wrap us in the grace of your powerful word. Swaddle our hearts with your peace that all we do in word or deed may reflect your love born among us. Amen. Amen. I bring you good news of great joy for all people. God has come among us in the child born of Mary, Christ the Lord. In Christ, your sins are forgiven, and you are clothed in peace. Amen. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all.
1: And also with you.
0: Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, you revealed the incarnation of your Son by the brilliant shining of a star. Shine the light of your justice always in our hearts and over all lands and accept our lives as the treasure we offer in your praise and for your service. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated.
2: First reading, Isaiah chapter 60. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you, for darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will rise upon you, and his glory will appear over you. Nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes and look around, they all gather together, they come to you. Your sons shall come from far away, and your daughter shall be carried on their nurses' arms. Then you shall see and be radiant. Your heart shall thrill and rejoice, because the abundance of the sea shall be brought to you. The wealth of the nations shall come to you. A multitude of camels shall cover you. The young camels of Midian and Ephah, all those from Sheba, shall come. They shall bring gold and frankincense and shall proclaim the praise of the Lord. Word of God, word of life.
1: Thanks be to God. Come. we go.
2: second reading is Ephesians chapter 3. This is the reason that I, Paul, am a prisoner for Christ Jesus, for the sake of your Gentiles, for surely you have already heard of the commission of God's grace that was given me for you, and how the mystery was made known to me by revelation as I wrote above in a few words, a reading of which will enable you to perceive my understanding of the mystery of Christ. In former generations, this mystery was not made known to humankind as it is now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the spirit. That is, the Gentiles have become fellow heirs, members of the same body, and shares in the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. Of this gospel, I've become a servant according to the gift of God's grace that was given me by the working of his power. Although I am very least of all the saints, this grace was given to me to bring the Gentiles the news of the boundless riches of Christ, and to make everyone see what is the plan of the mystery hidden for ages in God who created all things, so that through the church the wisdom of God in its rich variety might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. This was in accordance with the internal purpose that he has carried out in Christ Jesus, our Lord, in whom we have access to God in boldness and in confidence through faith in him. Word of God, word of life.
1: Thanks be to God.
0: according to Matthew the second chapter
1: to you, Lord.
0: in the time of King Herod after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea wise men from the East came to Jerusalem asking where is the child who has been born King of the Jews for we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage And have been warned in a dream not to return to Herod. They left for their own country by another road. This is the Gospel of the Lord.
1: Praise to you, O Christ.
0: Please be seated. And peace be with you, friends, in this new year. Now, Epiphany is January 6th, which is Thursday this week, but we often transfer our celebration to a nearby Sunday. So today is Epiphany for us. You can think of Epiphany as the conclusion of the Christmas season because it takes place on the 12th day of Christmas. You know the song, On the 12th Day of Christmas, My True Love Gave to Me. You can also think of epiphany as more of a beginning than an ending. To us, the word epiphany means a sudden realization. But the older sense in which we use it from Greek means the manifestation of God among us, or the revelation, or simply to show forth. Epiphany is the ripple effects of Christ's birth. It's when those ripple effects start to show up. A star appears in the east. Magi from a foreign land travel to meet Mary's baby. More is going on here than meets the eye. The birth of Christ has both global and cosmic repercussions. Epiphany is the ripple effects of this birth beginning to reach out to all corners of creation. Now our celebration of the festival of Epiphany is somewhat muted here in the United States, at least in most places. It's overshadowed by our Christmas and New Year's festivities. Perhaps by the time we reach the 12th day of Christmas, we're ready to return to our routines, or maybe we've had our fill at those other meals and don't need another big day of eating. But for many Christians around the world and throughout the centuries, Epiphany was and is a much bigger deal, even on par with Christmas and up there with Easter. In many Eastern churches, for example, Epiphany is a high festival and a primary occasion for baptisms. There was uh, the Church Father St. Ambrose in the 4th century composed a hymn going way back, uh, praising the Epiphanies of Christ as divine. And that hymn references the story of the star rising in the east, the baptism of Jesus in the Jordan, and Christ's miracle of turning water into wine. Now, if you remember that as we go to the next few Sundays, you'll notice that we still read those stories this time of year. So since the fourth century, we've been reading those stories of the epiphanies of Christ. For people in Spain and Latin America, Epiphany is better known as Three Kings Day. A friend of ours from Puerto Rico shared with us that his family mostly opened their presents on January 6th, not on December 25th, on the 12th day of Christmas, not the first one. The presents they received were brought by the three kings, and it makes some sense when you think about it that on the 12th day of Christmas, when we talk about Epiphany, the Magi, the wise men, bring presents to Jesus, and so families open their presents that day as well. And some families in Puerto Rico still set out hay or straw in a shoebox uh, for the Magi's camels when they come through. Similar to how American children will set out cookies and milk for Santa. In Mexico, bakers make rosca de reyes, a bread meant to represent a king's crown. And sometimes within the bread that looks like a crown, you'll find a baby Jesus doll hidden inside. In the United States, many Latino communities also celebrate Three Kings Day. Trinity has developed uh, an epiphany tradition of its own uh, with the performance of Old Bufana. Ken Lonquist and his troupe rehearses here, and so each year they perform Old Bufana, which tells the story uh, from a variety of cultures, mostly in Eastern Europe, of a woman who encounters the caravan of the Three Kings on their way to Bethlehem. But after missing her chance to go with them, each year she decides to prepare gifts and treats for every child in case that's the special child the three kings told her about. Another epiphany tradition is to hold a blessing for your home sometime around January 6th. Matthew writes that when the Magi saw the shining star stop overhead, they were filled with joy. And then our text says, on entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother. This connection between the Magi entering the house and blessing our homes uh, is part of the reason we do this on this day. Because in our homes, Christ is met in family and friends and visitors and strangers. In blessing our home, we recognize that Christ is welcome in our house as well. Following an Eastern, Europe, an Eastern European tradition, some Christians use chalk to write a blessing above their door. They write 20, symbol of the cross, CMB, symbol of a cross, and 22, or whatever the year would be. The letters in the middle, CMB, stand for the ancient Latin blessing, Christe Mansionum Benedictat, which means Christ. Bless this house. But the letters can also stand for the legendary names of the Magi Casper, Melchior, and Balthazar. I'm not sure which one is which down here, but Casper, Melchior, and Balthazar. I've printed a few copies just in case you want to try this this year. Uh, back by the offering plate back there, there's a little handout you can take home, which is a blessing for a home at Epiphany. And it has a prayer. And uh, if you have chalk, you can write above your door that inscription, or you can just write it on a piece of paper and maybe tape it to your door uh, for for a few weeks or something like that. But back by the offering plate if you want to try that epiphany tradition this year. But you'll notice in our Gospel reading from Matthew today, the names Casper, Melchior, and Balthazar don't appear. These names were added later by later Christians, not necessarily in the Bible. you also notice that Matthew doesn't call them kings, but wise men from the east or magi. Perhaps they were Zoroastrian astrologers from Persia, but it's hard to know. The text also doesn't say that there were three of them, but some have assumed that since there were three gifts, there might have been three wise men. And the story only appears in Matthew, not in any of our other gospel stories. So you see how this story has had traditions and legends and other stories attached to them over the years. It makes you wonder why this story has inspired over so many years. Why has this story resonated with so many cultures and people? Why has it endured? Similar to the angels on Christmas night, I see these wise men as signs, as symbols that more is going on here in the birth of Jesus than meets the eye. God is at work in a more global and cosmic way than we might have imagined. The prophets of Israel long told of a day when nations would stream to Israel and to their God. In our first reading, Isaiah says, Nations shall come to your light and kings. To the brightness of dawn. If you remember, when God chose Abraham and his descendants, the goal was always to bless the whole world through them. God said to Abraham that he would be blessed and be a blessing to others, that through him and his descendants, all nations on earth would receive God's blessing. So the prophets like Isaiah foretold a day where this promise would come true when the God of Israel would be worshipped and seen by all nations on earth. So in this way, the Magi are signs that God's promise is coming true. Non-Jewish people from a faraway land recognize God's activity in the birth of this child. They see in this Jewish Messiah hope for people like them, hope for all people, and they come to bear homage This story also foreshadows the inclusion of the Gentiles in the early church, which in a way foreshadows our inclusion, those of us who have been grafted into the family tree of God's people. I think this story should teach us humility as well, because it was a group of religious outsiders who see what God is doing before so many of the other characters, even the people you might expect. We shouldn't be afraid to engage with those of different beliefs than us. They might see something that we have missed. They may have something to teach us, even about our own God. The gifts of the Magi also point to something more going on. I mean, when you think about it, gold, frankincense, and myrrh are odd gifts to bring a baby, although I found that it's usually the non-toys that are most appealing to the baby. (laughs) There is some debate about the historical and cultural significance of these gifts, but one traditional interpretation is that gold is given to honor the baby as a king. Frankincense was used ritually in the temple, so this gift lifts up Jesus as divine. And myrrh was used in the preparation of bodies for burial, so this this gift foreshadows Jesus' death. So in this way these wise men, from a distant land, proclaim that Christ is King, Christ is divine, a symbol of the presence of God, and as the one who will suffer and die. More is going on here than meets the eye. But the thing that strikes me about the Magi this year is a simple piece of wisdom that I think we can carry with us into 2022 remember to look up if you remember in our first noel hymn they look it up and saw a star it's so easy for us to get stuck on the surface of things to get stuck in the mud to be caught up in the hustle and bustle of everything but the wise men appear with a simple piece of wisdom look up and when they do they see a sign of god's promise they see a star guiding them forward. And this isn't just a looking up at the sky, although I think that's good for us too, to remind us of our place in the universe, but looking up reminds us that there is more going on here than just what we can imagine, just than what we are worried about and that we experience, that there's something transcendent, that there's something more when we look up. In 2017, the writer Anne Lamott gave a TED Talk And I think of Anne Lamott as one of the wise women of our time. On her list of 12 truths I learned from life and writing, she said things like, all truth is paradox, and almost everything will work again if you unplug it for a few minutes, including you. (laughs) Towards the end of her talk, she shares number 11 of 12, which for her is, God isn't that scary. I recommend her memoir, Traveling Mercies, because in that memoir, she explains her journey with God, describes it. After uh, a long time, she found her, herself back uh, on the path to sobriety, and in her path to sobriety, she found the God of grace, or she might want to say, the God of grace found her. As she likes to say, grace meets us where we are at, but it doesn't leave us there. And that was true in her life. More was going on in her life than met the eye. And so in her TED talk when she says that God isn't that scary, she goes on to talk about how we can get trapped in the mundane parts of our life, the stress of everyday life, we can get stuck kind of on the horizontal plane. And to fix this she tells us to go and look up, kind of like those wise men. She says, My pastor tells a story about how he can trap bees on the floor of a mason jar without a lid because the bees will stay along the bottom and they don't look up, realizing that there's no lid. She said if they did look up, they could fly to freedom, but instead they walk around bitterly, bumping into glass walls. The wise men who come to see Mary's baby evoke this same Transcendence. Their wisdom is a simple way. Look up. Look for signs of divine activity. Follow that star. Like bees in a mason jar, we can walk around bitterly, bumping into the glass walls of our lives, but there's something going on above our heads. There's a star shining over Bethlehem. There's a caravan inviting us to come along. The wise men invite us to lift our heads, to lift our gaze, to keep our chins up. More is going on here if you would only look up. And so with the wise men today, we look for God at work not just here, not just in our lives, but all around the globe, in the cosmos. Because there is more going on here than meets the eye if we only look up. Amen.
3: God of all wonders, you sent the Magi from afar to witness the mystery and majesty of your birth. Send us into the world with your will in our hearts and on our lips. Merciful God, receive
0: our prayer.
3: prayer. You created heaven and earth. Through your spirit, send your all-encompassing love over the cosmos. Bless the stars that guide our way and the night sky that invites the earth into slumber. Merciful God,
0: Receive our prayer.
3: You sent the Magi to follow the star into uncertain future. May all leaders and people seek your face, especially when paths are not clear, conflicts rage, tyrants oppress, and fear abounds. Merciful God, Receive our prayer. You send your spirit to dwell with Paul in prison send your spirit to those who are imprisoned and enslaved we pray especially for the madison area mail, jail ministry give courage and wisdom for building roads that lead to justice and freedom merciful god receive,
4: receive our, our prayer. prayer you sent the holy family to seek safety in a new land protect all who make similar journeys send your guiding spirit to asylum seekers Refugees and all who seek, all who journey towards safety. Merciful God.
0: Receive, receive our prayer.
4: You show compassion to those who are sick, grieving, struggling, and the elderly who live alone. Pour out your loving kindness, especially on Diana, Mark, Lynn, Harley, Kristen, Diana, and Bob. Merciful God. Receive our prayer. Your glory is shown to the saints. We give thanks for those whose earthly journey has ended and now dwell with you forever, especially Dean Hipke. Give us signs of your continual presence until that day when we arise in you, merciful God.
0: Receive our prayer. Rejoicing in your word made flesh among us, we commend these prayers to you confidence of your grace in love made known to us in Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And also with you. Please take a moment to turn and wave or share a sign of peace with those around you. Yeah. We won't be passing an offering plate today, but a reminder that there is uh, an offering plate back by the baptismal font, and uh, we will now hear our musical offering.
5: us pray. Gracious God, your word made flesh brings harmony to the earth. As we offer ourselves and these your gifts, prepare us to receive the grace and truth you offer at this table and renew in us the song of your salvation. In Jesus Christ, our Savior.
0: Amen. Please stand as you are able. Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts.
1: Them to the Lord.
0: Let us give thanks to the Lord our God.
1: It is right to give our thanks and praise.
0: It is indeed right our duty and our joy that we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you, Almighty and Merciful God, through our Saviour Jesus Christ. By the leading of a star, he was shown forth to all nations. In the waters of the Jordan, you proclaimed him your beloved son. And did the miracle of water turn to wine, he revealed your glory. And so with all the choirs of angels, with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. one, the beginning and the end, the giver of life. Blessed are you for the birth of creation. Blessed are you in the darkness and in the light. Blessed are you for your promise to your people. Blessed are you in the prophets' hopes and dreams. Blessed are you for Mary's openness to your will. Blessed are you for your son Jesus, the word made flesh. remember on the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread. Gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. It's my body, given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Let us proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen, Christ will come again. With this bread and cup we remember your word dwelling among us, full of grace and truth. We remember our new birth in his death and resurrection. We look with hope for his coming. Come, Lord Jesus. Holy God, we long for your spirit. Come among us, bless this meal, may your word take flesh in us, awaken your people. Fill us with your light. Bring the gift of peace on earth. Come, Holy Spirit. All praise and glory are yours, Holy One of Israel, Word of God incarnate, Power of the Most High, One God, now and forever. Amen. Uh, Please be seated as we share instructions for communion. And we'll pray together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, Now we'll share some instructions for communion. Uh, To commune today you'll go to the side aisle and come forward where at the front you'll find these two side tables where you'll pick up a cup which you'll bring to the railing and at the railing it will be filled with wine and where you'll receive bread. After you've uh, communed at the railing you'll return down the center aisle placing your empty cup in the bowl here by the center aisle. Uh, If you desire or need Gluten-free or grape juice, those are also at these two side tables. You can grab them and bring them to the railing with you. All are welcome to communion with us today because this is the Lord's table, not Trinity Lutheran's table. And the invitation comes to you from Christ. In Christ's manger, at Christ's table, come see what God makes known for you. Please stand as you are able. May the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you in God's grace. Amen.
5: Let us pray. We thank you, wondrous God, for Jesus, God, with us in these gifts of bread and wine. As we have shared this feast of love, strengthen us to share your love with all the world.
0: God of hope, fill us with all joy and peace in believing, so that we may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit, Christ Jesus, the Word made flesh. Amen. Amen.
5: Go in peace. Rejoice in Christ our Savior.
0: Thanks. Thanks be to God.
5: the uh